So I had to take some time. <laughs> I, I noticed my mommy and bows was a little weird. And then so I stopped in the room next to Winters while everyone was chatting. Didn't want her to see me like this. I uh, <laughs> My bow broke as I was trying to fix it. It breaks all the time. And then I noticed everything in my life has been breaking. And I just kind of cried in that room for a while. <laughs> and they fought this like big ghost. Um, and it seemed like they had it taken care of. So I kind of just sat a while to recollect. And then they kind of left. And I followed behind them. They dealt with a lot of stuff. I'm so proud of them. Uh, they don't need me at all. I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, and then uh, <laughs> they went to the, the cave, Daredevil's cave again, and then I just uh, came in and here we are. Hello, gang. Now, immediately upon you showing up, Cammy just... What the hell? Right back out. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. What? It's Why? Fine. It's fine. fine. What the slightly comical depression kind of a recap is that? <laughs> It's it's uh, it's what happened. funny for him to do it. <laughs> it started funny and then it got sad really it got real. quickly. It got really real. Like okay. Every good artist comes from a root of depression and sadness. Well, and hey, that's how he got less more sad. Spells. Scott in South Dakota. <laughs> MD. Hi. Only point I can give this week for my overall favorite. Keep this man. He's a national treasure. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. You must be protected. Distract, though. You call that a swing? <laughs> Pathetic. I'll distract him with my face. With Easy's arrival, the group of you have all come back together here in Deradella's cave, this strange little refuge ways up the coast outside of town, the safest place any of you could think of to hide in while you try to figure out what even to do. You would come back from Fort Halicorse, whereas uh, <laughs> Kevin quickly summarized for us, a lot of things happened. And that was just the tail end of it with the strange ghost and this bat beast woman. Before that were several dozen undead puppeted guards and fish guys who just sort of seemed to be there a lot of intersecting groups and things with no underlying rhyme or reason or connection that i don't think any of you can find anyway but you are here you are in this cave as safe as you can be and you now know one thing for sure there is nothing left in Thrushmore that can help you. The church is gone. It's empty and being used as a refuge for the survivors that came across the asylum with you. The town guard is gone. Slain and raised as undead zombies. The count, the magistrate... Even the royal accuser that had brought your ally Winter here in her toe are all gone. But not us. Not you. And not the sleepless agency, which seems to be <laughs> the only remaining bastion of any kind of help or assistance that you could be hoping for. Let's go around briefly and reintroduce our party before we get going, starting with the tale of... Yeah, easy, the very 
chronically depressed, apparently. <laughs> no, it's fine. I cried it all out. I'm just a normal human bard. It's been a rough day. I got... Uh, they told me not to do anything because I had stitches the, that morning, and then we climbed the castle walls. So it's just, uh, yeah, just a normal human bard, just trying to stay alive and happy. <laughs> it was just literally that morning that it was like, hey, maybe chill today. You yeah. got very stabbed. You <laughs> seized the castle and killed like 40 things in a day. Then I, Trey Huglum, big old six foot four fighter man donned in full plate with a football-shaped helmet over the football-shaped head. Just having a good time after dealing with roughly 75% of the kills being me. <laughs> fighter man. Doing the fighter plan. I always feel like I'm trying to one-up him when I go after him. I'm playing MD with six foot eight. <laughs> How could you? Full he gets taller orc. every time. <laughs> he just adds an inch every introduction. We both do. Every single time. <laughs> you guys are going to be 11 foot 9. I was, but it's no, like I was a goblin this. when this campaign started. <laughs> 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 the real growth spurts. Uh, the 6 foot 8 full-blooded orc rogue. Just big, hulking, brooding, covered in these ritualistic scarred tattoos. Just kind of existing at this moment. Taking it all in. I'm Marius Grayful. Um, I'm just a ghoul, a dwarvish <laughs> ranger ghoul. <laughs> the ghoul in the boy's world. I do appreciate that. Like, uh, also with each introduction, we just come more to terms with it. We're like, I'm just a ghoul, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we've gone from I'm feeling a little. Point, he's going to say he's a hot human. <laughs> it will be acknowledged. He's above average. No, this is Galarian average, man. He is. <laughs> it is. I hope not. Just unholy. We're just in an this anime is, world. See, the downside of living in Galarian is that a cult might take over your town and disappear you to be a human sacrifice for a ritual that doesn't even work at any time. The upside is apparently easy is like a five. <laughs> 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 Easily. That's even, your trade-off. You know? <laughs> even I have 16 charisma. Like... It's very sexy how Apparently. Fiendbrin's <laughs> art? Like... With my glued on hair <laughs> and my football shaped head. I have Stewie. 12 charisma and I'm so hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even 12 charisma is above average. It is. 10 is average. You, uh, so, I mean, like, you are. You on the upper, upper end of that, though. Well, where's Marius at on this? 8 charisma. That's what I want to see in the world. This man is shaped like he belongs in Minecraft. The literal walking dwarven <laughs> corpse. What, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean I'm not like the walking picture of sex appeal? <laughs> There's some people like him short and ugly, I guess. <laughs> Even though ugly and Galarian is so hot. Yeah, yeah. Even an eight con Galarian is like a fourteen con. <laughs> Have you seen Marius's art? <laughs> That's true. That's, That's Brin's fault. No characters don't get hot art yeah. here in the UGT show. Okay, we we have. We have standards, and they're very high, apparently. <laughs> Why even make a fantasy player character if they're not going to be hot? What are you doing with your life? Come on. Having fun. Our next character, we need to just request that they're ugly as possible. Brent's still going to make it hot. Yeah. <laughs> One eye is like bolts. Can I get to six charisma? Is that a thing? I mean, voluntary flaws, but otherwise, no. Without a the, voluntary The only flaw. penalty is from ancestry. That's, That's the only like mechanical way to get below 10. So eight's where you bottom out. Anyway, as the five of you reconvene here in this cave, Cammy very much 
spent and burnt from today's adventure. I imagine that all of you are at this point. It is well into the night, past midnight. Much, a very long day indeed for someone who was supposed to just take it easy because he's got a bunch of stitches on account of getting stabbed. You know what's nice about being a martial class? The health bar is my only limitation. Cammy <laughs> barely even makes it back into the chamber that was once Daradella's bedroom before collapsing, not even managing to close this doorway back behind her, leaving the four of you probably also similarly, I imagine, completely exhausted there in the main cave. We took Winter back to the cathedral. I would imagine she would have uh, gone her separate ways once she'd made it back out of the fortress and into Briarstone. She would have headed back to uh, New Chapel for certain. All right, then. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Do you have some? No, it's... I just get allergies. You wanna... Here's a napkin. Thank you. Oh. Would you... Do we talk to this um, Rents yet? No. I'm pretty sure it's sleep stage is closed right now, so... They're sleepless, though. The door is closed. Locked. I don't think we can stay here. If they have a diviner. We can't stay anywhere. Exactly. They know everything. They knew exactly what was going on inside the fort as it was happening. And almost as if on cue, you hear a voice from outside the cavern. One that only EZ actually would recognize. Hassie! Hassie, my boy, are you in there? Is this the old lady I saw at night? Okay, don't, don't, we're not home. We're not home. Oh boy. Just, just don't go to the door. This lady's weird. Can we just be left alone for a few minutes? I just want to go to bed. Close the chamber door to the candy's chamber. It's the doors that get a strong word for the giant the wall, wall of logs yeah. <laughs> together that you just can't close sort of heft into place. It's yeah. a, it's like a loud, heaving, grating thunder as you go to move these logs across the door frame there. Hassie, I know you're in there. Your friend told me you're out here. What are you doing? It's so late. My voice sounds to be getting closer as if it's coming stuff out. Stay back. Do you, you said you know this person? I just saw her in the street one night and she like has tentacles and she's really, I don't know. She's like the Count's mother, but she should be dead like a long time ago. Well, good. Everything's confusing in this town. And at this immediate verification of Easy's tale here, as coming into view is a pale, faintly glowing, translucent specter of a woman. She looks to be dressed up almost in an elaborate funeral gown, complete with a black veil down across her face, but several holes ripped throughout the side, the front, and the shoulder. One side of her face, as she turns to look, melting, almost drooping off of her skull. That eyeball down below even her cheekbone as it just rolls aimlessly in a socket and several undulating, writhing little motions around these rips 
in her gown. No immediately visible tentacles or anything, but an unsettling view for sure. And I'm going to need a stress check, laddies. Cool, I finally failed. Seven. Eleven. Only one? You're good. Seven. Two. I've seen this lady before. It's no big deal. You're the only one that hasn't broke yet, right? That's correct. Broke. We're speed running. Oh, you haven't either? No. This, oh, this table has it, right? This you guys are both table. That table is the one that's having the bad times. I haven't broke. <laughs> I persevered. <laughs> you were broken in. She comes into view. Oh, a nice pair of boots. And looks across the group of you. Kind of tilts her head a bit. Back and forth, like trying to take in the scene in this largely empty cavern. Uh, her in the tunnel that leads in, standing in the way of the only escape, but. Hey, hey Nimira. What's up? Ah. Oh. You. Most of you look familiar. Have we met? Quite possibly. Yeah. Where is Hassie? This Finn tells me he came out here. He can't stay the night. There's too much to do. Oh, Hasserton left. We had a good time. He's, he's, he's on the way back to the um, estate. And she starts just slowly, kind of confused, trudging towards the group of you. Probably like 20 feet between you right now, but she's just slowly. No, I, I'm kind of sick. Step <clears throat> you forward. should probably keep your distance. He, he, he must be here. The the maids, our staff, they would not lie to me. Not about Hassie. No. He where is he? He was here, but he went home. Yeah, he ju he just he missed home. Yes, no, back up he to. hasn't been home. I haven't seen him in some time. No, you just Have missed you him. Done something with him? No. Where is my boy? And uh, at that. You see these undulating masses, a couple places start to emerge, these strange writhing tentacles that just reach out from her waist aimlessly, wriggling through the air as her pace quickens a bit. And uh, regardless of what you choose to do, I'm going to need you to roll some initiative here. Because she's coming. There it is. As in a woe... I will From Link, 1429. With Rampage. Namira has found her way to your cave. You haven't even had time to You have not really. I would I would say at this point you guys would have been healed, but you have not rested. Uh, you get you would have. De definitely dealt with the worst if you're going inside. So say half, give yourself back half your missing hit points in the in the time that we flew over between the fortress and here. And I'll roll here her first. I like to go back and forth sometimes. Okay. She's gonna get a 34. Oh. Easy. Okay. The 13 plus 12. 12. 13 plus 18 is. 20, 31. 31. 31. 31. That's close. Yeah. Trey. Uh, 21. Less if, close. If I remember right, I got mostly healed up while we were there. MD. 19 plus 14 is 33. Even with scouting us, you'd still win. Absolutely hate to see it, Marius. 26. 26. All right. <laughs> so the 19 still got beat out. 
She comes into the cave, and as she approaches, walking forward, all of you can just feel this wave of emotion come over you. It's not even fear isn't even the correct word. It's not a terror that she strikes into you step after step as she approaches. It is an utter and absolute sense of despair, of hopelessness. I need everyone to make me a will save. No, this is not a fear effect. Auditory or visual effect? It is not, no. It is pure emotion. Okay. Oh, no. It's okay. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Marius. Uh, Nat 20 for 34. Nat 20, you're going to critically succeed. (laughs) Just ghoul power. MD? I rolled an 8 for a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is a failure? 15. 15 is a critical failure. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) remember how, you know, I've dealt with her before, and I'm going to re-roll that. Thank you. Um, Arcadis. (laughs) Hey, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Okay, let's go again. Okay, 13 plus. It was a will, so 13 is 26. Regular failure. Oh, no. Those of you who have... have given it to him so that we have all four of the spectrum. (laughs) The full suite. Yeah. (laughs) Those of you who have... Well, everyone but Marius... Marius crit failed or? He succeeded. Oh, Not 20. Yeah, he, he critically succeeded. Oh. And you, okay. He critically. Okay. Trey I'm going to oh. look at, uh, at you. A celebrity. <laughs> I'm going to be like, come on, are you scared of a, of an old lady who died 10 years ago? And that's going to be you're an embarrassment. <laughs> that's a reaction. And you guys you would definitely to... have your reactions. Like, she was clearly there. And it's just, so that's like, the guy who you. was just crying an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, but I am small. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, yeah, forceful condemnation. Um, you get a plus one and get to reroll. Okay. So go for it. So I'm at a plus 11 now. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be a 23. 23 is a regular failure. So ah, it's three regular failures now. That's going to make a big difference, honestly. <laughs> All three of you. I don't instantly It explode. is a gut-wrenching hopelessness. And... It takes an incredible amount of your focus not to just break down in tears. Marius, you feel this effect and you see you see it affect the rest of your group much more severely. All three of you are slowed one and cannot, it's a good thing you did that before the effect hit, cannot use reactions. Oh. <clears throat> and she continues to approach. Now, 15 feet back from you in the mouth of this cave. Why would you, who would want to hurt him? He's a good boy and you are evil, evil people. MD. As you look to be the first to move here, she has her hands kind of just folded in front of her, almost leaning forward, shoulders bowed as she approaches. But as she gets closer, One of these tentacles, the larger one writhing out from her waist, whips out towards you and you see it glow a little brighter with this white energy and it lashes a bolt of what almost looks like ephemeral whirling fire towards you. That's going to be a 28 to hit. A hit. 
I hate. I hate. I hate. I need these things. There we go. Yeah, Shouts to Arcadis for getting us up over here because I definitely just pulled this on my butt for a while. It was not set up. <laughs> here is Namira. Okie dokie. You take 16 points of combined fire and negative damage as this essence passes right through you. But you see bits of your vest, your shirt, where it passes, and you feel your skin spark and and burn with little bright cinders smoldering. Uh, as well, I need you to make me another will save. 17 on the die plus 12 would be a total of a 29. 29, this fire just flashes across him for a moment and then dissipates. It's your turn. I don't like her at all. Our weapons all, but we had enough time to prepare our weapons, right? Uh, if you would have pulled them out when she was approaching, you could, you could, yes, you would have had time. Yeah, I'm just making sure that he's ready to fight. I'm um, gonna step forward and swing on her. Um, She's within reach. Yeah. Take a step forward and swing at her with the razor, because I'm spooked. 18 on the die, um, plus 16 is 34. As you step up and reach out towards her, the other tentacle, almost in response, lashes out, spiraling towards you directly. A 25 to hit. Yes. Ooh. You will take... Five points of fire damage and nine points of negative, so 14 combined. Need to make that will save again. Um, we'll save. 17 on the die again. Nothing, you're still good. As again, this tendril whips through you and all of you see the sparks and embers as, as this white fire passes through them. Um, but your... 34 absolutely hits. Cool. Can she be sneak attacked? Um, yes. Few, thi few things. Oh, no. The sneak attack, no. Sneak Sorry. Attack, no. Flat footed, yes. I was thinking critical, uh, critically hit. She can, yeah, she can be crit. She can't be sneak attacked. Um, she is a she's spooky ghost. Um, I had nine, nine damage. No. 11 damage because we have weapon spec. Weapon specialization. Fair enough. So, and as your, uh, what is it, your pick you're starting with here? That was the dagger. Oh, the dagger whips through her form. You've heard this story before. Not good. Physical here. weapons just barely feel like they make a difference. Oh, it's not me. That's, not, that's my turn because I'm slowed one. Sub forward swing. Easy. Okay. So, only two actions. Yep. All right, so I'm going to start with, you know, hey, uh, we're sharks, not minnows. Let's beat this widow. <laughs> we fought a ghost. <laughs> uh, we're going to make her toast. Come on, let's go. That's courage. That was actually kind of confident. Yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of actual courage in there. <laughs> there was a little bit. Um, and then one more. Um, and and I'm just, yeah, I'm going to look at her, and I'm going to be like, well old lady your son is dead and 
so is your husband. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Bon Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. I, I roll. You roll. It's a will. You save roll it. a diplomacy yeah. check against her will DC. Well, it's it's a. <laughs> it's appropriate. A it's a natural one. <laughs> you might want to re-roll that because Bonmo works on you. No, I'm gonna take it because I feel bad. <laughs> I shouldn't say that about an old lady, and, uh, <laughs> and I will get out of nowhere. You just, you just say so, it, and you can immediately tell he's like that was too far. <laughs> So Save what does Bon Mo do on a crit fail? Um, yeah, you just Bon Mo yourself. I'm that, pretty I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's you Bon Mo yourself. Yeah, yeah. My will saves are now worse. I believe. <laughs> Until you just feel it. bad about it. Yeah, ah, the tragedy of Bon Mo and the UGT show continues to an entirely different series. <laughs> We're still doing it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> minus two penalty. Here we go. It's such a good ability. <laughs> if you don't use it inside these four walls. <laughs> <laughs> Marius, not slowed. All right, hunt prey, and we'll give her a couple shots of arrows. That's a natural 20. Wow. Plink, plink, plink. Wow, okay. And then an 18 plus 16 for, uh, what's that? Uh, 34. 34? I mean, a crit and a hit. All right. That's your hunting shot, right? So 35. 35 still a hit. All right. Oh, yeah, that would be 30. Um, so that's uh, level seven. One of the big boys, kids. Twelve. Is that doubled then? If uh, that's a if that's a crit, 12. it's deadly, right? Yeah. So it's not d sixes. It's d tens. No, it's or, that's it's, fatal. Oh, it's, yeah, it's an extra yeah, d. Oh, oh, not fatal. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Forget about your weapons back. Yeah. Oh, that's a 10. Okay. That's, that's better than a zero. <laughs> yeah, you um, cannot roll a zero. All right. So nine, ten. 13, 23. Um, is any part of that doubled? You don't, 26, you don't double the 10, you, you double, double everything 36 else. total. Okay, so. So 36, you can another 13 on there. And then your second shot, both are combined for resistance. So both are combined before Ghost kicks in. Uh, that's just three, four, seven. Mm -hmm. One arrow, 36. One arrow, seven. The duality of fan. 37 and eight? <laughs> No, it's with the... Oh, yeah. yeah, he added that. Uh, so it's going to be 43. Good shot. You, got one you feel like Yeah, so she, she can have one more, too. Before, I mean, obviously, being a ghost, you, you know it doesn't have full effectiveness, but these two shots punch through her form. And while this specter of whatever Namira is seems to ripple and react, uh, the form at least reacts a little bit, the motion of the, of the physical character in front of you doesn't the tentacles at her waist twitch and writhe like they're being struck directly even as the arrows just shoot through her and clatter against the far wall okay mm. 11 for 23 oh, 24 last shot's just 25 still wide, wide. yes yeah, okay. Trey I have battle cry yes and definitely forgot about that, but didn't Go want to interrupt. So, Battle Cry, There's for those at home who don't know, is at the start of combat, you get to intimidate a foe within 30 feet for free. Uh, it's probably not going to do anything, but that's five, and then <laughs> uh, 20 total. No. Is she scared? No, not really, no. But, stance up, use my... Uh, 
forgot the name of the archetype. Marshall. Marshall. Use my martial stance to uh, just kind of glaze over and focus in. That is a 31. What is level 7? 23, so regular success. So just regular success. That's so hard to crit success. It's hard to crit an at-level DC. Yep. So 10-foot emanation. Uh, You hear your voices. Everybody who lands a crit, if she can take them at this point, we don't know (laughs) because she's hard to hit. Well, uh, I Mario seemed like, like he hit pretty well. Yeah, and also you get plus two damage to all your attacks. Well, speaking of attacks, poke. Dingo. I probably doesn't matter for a twenty-four. Twenty-four is not quite gonna land. You're gonna. I get don't hit you. her on a four. You're gonna get your stance. <laughs> I'm out a fighter. Uh, Come everyone on. who is slowed, make me another will save. No roll. Dice flying everywhere. It's a new chair. 17, 18, 19, 17. Now I rolled an 11 plus 12. I got a 28. So it's a total of 23. 23 and 29. Easy. Um, 15. <laughs> That's a crit fail. Wow, you actually do go down to crit failure. You're attempting another save. All right, so you cry. Oh, wait. Plus one. So it's a 16. 16 is still a crit <laughs> failure. So you go down and this is not a fear to effect crit fail it is not no it is a it is an emotion the way effect you said that sounds like it's a bad yeah yeah you just don't get to make the save anymore so like oh. you just have it now i just have slowed one forever okay. you are yeah slowed one until the end of the campaign spell is over until so you just hang on to that you, you know that's well cool. i have a thing i can fix though you're doing good business 29 uh with a 29, you overcome this brief moment of emotion. You are no longer slowed and you can use your reactions. Yay. You are still slowed and still can't use reactions either. She looks, you cannot use reactions. Nope. Okay, You're this is worse than I thought. Too, yeah, the loss of reactions <laughs> is always a bigger hit than you think it's going to be. She hears this taunt from Easy. Deserve and it. Turns her head <laughs> your direction. How dare you? Uh, and goes focusing your direction. These tentacles both whip up kind of in unison, seemingly casting something. And you have your attack fire, you have your reaction Pop. back, so you're good. Put the wand down. Not 20. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> And That'll she's frightened one if she can be frightened. Um, she can be frightened. Excellent. So, <laughs> and she's I don't have a bless card. She's clumsy now. She's frightened one now. She's flat-footed. And the spell is gone. The spell is gone. More importantly. Which is fantastic. And she's about to take a bop. <laughs> so am I not? Oh. No, uh, that's the this persistent is, this spell. This is the spell she's casting this turn. Yeah, the thing you she still, was about You're to hanging on to that one for okay. the foreseeable future, Minimum friend. damage. <laughs> Two ones. So one, <laughs> two, two, seven, nine, eighteen, because I still swing at a plus seven. Actually, it's a plus nine, eighteen. So twenty-two damage. Oh, solid. Okay. Even I mean, on minimum, that's not bad. That's you 
push through and you get you get a big swing. And again, while she doesn't seem to react to it much, it definitely affects the tentacles that are writhing, uh, writhing out of her torso here. This strange manipulation. And they lose focus of whatever they were doing. This glow, this energy that was going around them, dispersing in an instant uh, before one of them just whips back around and flicks out another gout of this white flame towards Easy. And that's a natural 20. (laughs) A 20 for a 20. (laughs) How many of the rolls in this fight have been 20s? Because it feels like it's a weird amount of them. You rolled a 20 on initiative. You rolled a 20 to hit. You got 20. Here's a 20. That's a 20. That's 20s all around, boys. I rolled a 17, a 17, an 18, and a 19. You are going to take 36 combined points of fire and negative damage. Easy, and I need a will save from you. See what this does. We all knew how a wheel was gonna or what was gonna go. Okay, 23. 23 is a failure. It's better. So, as fire passes through you, and you see again, it singes across Easy's clothes. You can see this time these little embers, these little sparks and cinders start to catch and ignite their own little bursts of white fire. I like that effect. Body. It's like jiggling. Yeah. So, so you are. <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, uh, the initial flame passing through you is incredibly painful. But mm-hmm. now you have this white, ghostly flame flickering across your body, across your clothes, burning through where some of your clothes have been singed away to your exposed skin, and it's not even warm. It's cool, if anything, like a breeze. Not cold enough to hurt. It's just there, burning. Wow, you look really cool right now. <laughs> MD, still slowed. Well, you know what? We're in there, boys. Um, I don't know how to fight a ghost. We haven't learned this lesson yet. I'm gonna aim. I'm just gonna aim my attacks at the tentacles now because I, I don't know what I'm doing. They're the only part that seems to be reacting. Yeah, they are. Um, it's going to be the pick and the dagger. Um. Dice in my hand, but pick first. Or three on the die. Um, I don't think the frightened one's gonna help you there. No. Frightened one flat footed um, is not quite gonna get you there, but. And then for the dagger, for natural one. That almost hit. That almost close. Really close. I, I, That's it, right beside a 19. He's throwing. It's not panic, it's just confusion. It's a lot of confusion. And. <laughs> As you swing at her even as you attempt to uh you attempt to find purchase here to shrug off this emotional effect again this smaller of the little tentacles just lashes and whips back at you defensively um 33 to hit i didn't even do anything it hits not a crit i've done nothing 14 fire and nine negative for 23 total points of damage and a will save. Will save. Roll nine on the die. It's getting lower. 21. You two are now burning with this white ghostly fire. Oh, great. Easy. Okay. Does, does the fire affect me? Okay. And I'm still slowed one. You're still slowed one. You can't use reactions. It feels like chill. It's like 
an air conditioner, not like freezing. Okay. Um, Even though it had just, the, the, when the fire had passed through you, the tentacle had flung. It burned wildly. All right. Well, that, that's fair. I might have gone a little far. <laughs> uh, so it's fine if you <laughs> beat the tar. Um, I, I miss uh, my friend Galston. Uh, he's a lot of fun. Let's go to the bar. Um, and these are just soothing words I'm telling myself at a, at a level <laughs> at a level four. I'm do level four soothe to myself. Oh, that's probably smart. I'm gonna try to feel better really fast. Hey, use these new powers. One d ten. And that soothe would give you a plus two against mental effects. So I mean, it would give you a plus two on the save against this uh, despair. Okay, You're not already critically failed. Six and eight. That's a lot of dice to roll. And then another. It's twenty-two. Twenty-two um, plus. Is it four per level? Yeah. So Sixteen. 16. So 28. Sixteen is thirty-eight. And I roll to see if I lose stress. Yep. We're never gonna forget that. No, I don't. I have an eight. Unfortunate. Okay. Marius, as we come to you, you see these uh, flames starting to spread as first EZ caught on this and then MD. Don't know if it's, well, honestly, just a perfectly reasonable fear of fire or what might happen here or something more primal about your ghoulish form, but you do not want any of this. And uh, your first action is immediately going to be moving. What's your speed? Um... 25. Moving 25 feet as far back away from these flames as possible in just an instinctive retreat before you come back to when you have two actions left. Okay. Um, running away, I mean, at this point, I'm just... It, it's been a very long day, and I'm just very tired, so I'm just kind of on autopilot, so she gets two more arrows. Plink, plink. Imagine working a double and then having to do this. <laughs> pick up an extra. Uh, <laughs> and then a ghost shows up at your house. <laughs> sets you on fire. <laughs> 31. 31 will hit. And probably not. That's a eight, or, yeah, 18, 19. No, no, super not. Yeah. So one arrow in there. Or another uh, 10, 13. Solid. Yeah. Points on the board. Not a, not a lot of them, but a couple. One more. Okay. Uh, 19 um, plus um, that's 30. 31. 31 will hit again. Uh, 6, 7, 10. 10 that arrows, even though it hits, it's, it's not going to seem to do anything to her. Trey. I don't think there's anything really to do here other than just keep swinging. I cannot grab this. Just it is it is incorporeal nonsense. It's a ghost. Yeah. And they don't exist. If there's anything your journey's taught you so far in Strange Downs is that ghosts don't exist. Ghosts aren't real. You know what works really well on ghosts, though? Hitting. The poke and swirl. No, the poke and swirl the has proven to be swirl. very effective, actually. That's so, a battle-tested strategy. Three actions of poke and swirl. <laughs> that's the right. fighter special. He broke the slow. Uh, that's a 19 on the die. She's flat-footed. Uh, 
Uh, so that's a 38. 38? To her flat-footed. With, and, without any of yeah. the debuffs. <laughs> so then that will be a 25. 25 will just hit with the flat-footed and the frightened one. And then another 19 on the die for 27. As you... The poke and swirl, baby! Try to test the battle strategy. Stick out the spear for the poke and swirl here. The tentacles start to lash and writhe harder before the small and then the larger both retract back into the dress. And the form of Namira whirls away and doesn't dissipate. It doesn't do what you've seen happen with ghosts that you fought before. They have this sort of, they've got this form, they've got this essence, the magic on your weapons can interact with it. And they almost dissolve like a mist. She just shimmers out. The whole of her form staying completely intact, not phasing, not losing any of its shape. Just the whole of her for a moment waves like a bad TV signal before she just flickers away. Are we still on fire? You are still on fire. Okay. I need to find you some Stop ghost drop water. water. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, floor is pretty like wet and sandy, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like right next to a lake bed. Stop, drop, and roll. As you... Drop and roll around. Hey, Trey, give me a hug. Start throwing sand on him. None of this appears to do anything. Mm. You guys aren't engulfed in flames or anything. There's just little bits of this white fire burning around the edges of where that flame had passed through you. Like, nothing much bigger than a match or a candle, just in a couple of places. Just flickering... And wavering. I take off my vest. I take off my armor. I take off my shirt. Oh. And even as MD quickly he starts stripping <laughs> off all of this, you see it's not your clothes that are burning. It's your skin. Around this singed patch where that had punched through you are just little motes of flame. Take off your what skin. What is this? I just look at, look at easy. Easy. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll to, make an occultism yeah. <laughs> uh, check, I suppose, because that was definitely what's, a ghost. What's your... Uh, um, plus 12. A ghost would, would be uh, religion, religion, but I this is do... definitely occultism. That's a spooky ghost. 11, you said? Yeah, 11 and 12. Okay. This is... So you, you start to look at this. Obviously, something's amiss here. Mm. You... Have your radar a cantrip used for identifying magic all the time, and you bring that to use, and immediately you start to feel a pretty potent aura of necromancy emanating out from the site of the burn, both on yourself and on MD. It is not a simple spell effect either. You're able to quickly identify that both of you are cursed. This is something that can be relatively hard to remove, but there is no 
immediately obvious effect that you can see of what these flames do. You try a couple of things. You've got some occult knowledge. Mm -hmm. You try a couple of simple things, remedies that may work. Magic mud. Magic mud. <laughs> One of which is, well, this is an actual fire. This is some kind of cursed ghost fire. Ghost water. <laughs> Regular fire. It's not impossible. Like, burn away the impurity is mm. very much a thing. You get a small little tinder twig out of your pouch and hold it up to, who would you, would you give to yourself or to, to me? Yeah. <laughs> you already have your clothes off. I already have my clothes <laughs> off. The small flame of a tinder twig. Think of a tinder twig as like a, a larger match, like the size of a finger, basically. So a bit of a bigger flame. Just the presence of that fire, even as it gets close to your wound, you can immediately feel like the cooling sensation you're getting from these weird little moats becomes an intense and blinding burn, even just when this is like two inches away from you. Hmm. No fire flasks. Hot. Okay, I won't buy it. <laughs> Great. Daredevil probably has some, like, you know, sage and other stuff in her cave. Like, she was... She did, absolutely, she would, yeah. yeah I'll she just try all next door. <laughs> <laughs> Try burn. You spend the next little while trying more of these various remedies, but nothing simple, mundane mm. seems to work. Winter can probably fix all this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We keep running into more and more things that are outside her area of expertise. She kind of owes us now. Mm. I don't think a friend owes a friend anything. True. If she can remove curses, we'll ask in the morning. Yeah, for now, we need to rest. Just Let's... don't play with any fire. Yeah. In the darkness, does that fire emit light? Yes. Great. Oh, no, that's handy. It is It is a visible fire. Cool. Um, so even like in the darkness of the cave or alone in the corner, even as much as no matter how much you could try to hide or anything, there is visible fire burning on you. It is obvious. A piece of cloth to make myself a night mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a nice little nightlight. I, I cannot, I, me personally, cannot sleep in a room with any type of light in it now. I'm so used to sleeping in pitch black. Yeah. Like even like little blue lights on stuff. Like I can't do complete silence. There has to be I need like a box fan on or something. You know what's That's nice about going to sleep is there's typically not complete silence. Yeah, no, it usually it's it's not a problem very often, but anyways, it's quite handy going to sleep. Going to bed. It's MZ and easy and MD that have the yeah. have the problem. Initial brothers all the way through. <laughs> flickering flame curse. Well, without yeah, seemingly any way that you can get rid of this, little you can do, but well, hope to rest. You just uh, you're just gonna lay down here in the cave and sleep and hope it's fine. You gonna? I'm gonna suit myself. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna do the typical fare of making sure we're not dying. Patch yourselves up. Uh, I'm gonna do the liberty of assuming you're gonna leave somebody. Yes. You could have a watch rotation oh. of some kind, not yeah, just be always. like, well. They found our cave. Anyway, I'm tired. Marius <laughs> gets first watch. He's the best out of all of us. Sure. I wanted to keep my distance from you two anyway, because uh, necromantic fire sounds scary to me, and I don't want that to That sounds it. like the, the antithetical to the existence of undead. Yeah. <laughs> necromantic fire. No, please, thank you. Positive That's... energy fire. 
Yeah. I guess yeah, it could be worse. It's gonna be like actual holy fire. Yeah. Patched up, rested. The night's watches pass without further incident. I would say you awake in the morning, but with how late it is in the night after your siege of Fort Halicors and how exhausted all of you are and how somewhat difficult it may be to rest. Once you get laid down, though, the flames don't seem to bother you that much. They're not that much of a bother anyway. It would be noon by the time everyone had gotten a reasonable amount of rest. You would awake that nooning. (laughs) Slowly, one by one, easy and empty, finding the flames still burning around where your wounds once were, and even the flesh where that uh, fire had phased through you. Seemingly impossible, even with magic, to heal entirely. It still looks like it's welts, like it's burned. Like it's almost a little bit boiled and raw. Even if it now feels fine. You find that you cannot wake Candy. Did the Baldric ever stop glowing? It would stop. By the time you wake up, it would no longer be glowing. Okay. Well, Cammy won't wake up again. Back on this old trick. <sighs> Let's get a bag ready. I get the swaddle. <laughs> the papoose. Yeah. Pack up Cammy. Let's go. Put her in a nice little box. You've done this Let's before. Go yeah. Got Cammy. Let's go. Not the baby carry. Am I still slowed? I still feel slow. No, you're okay. not still slow. <laughs> <laughs> I have a position where it's not near the flame. MD stars forever. in. <laughs> MD stars in the pacifier. No, that would have lasted like one minute and then went away. <laughs> You're on Look fire, the- you're bright, you're slow, <laughs> easy struggling over here now. Slowed one as a curse would be terrible. That would be a horrible curse, a slowed one forever. You get your things ready as you can in the morning, and even though you've had plenty of time to rest, there's not much you have for supplies and food in this cave. It's trail still a decent rations. trail rations and a decent trek back into Thrushmore. Where are we headed? To winter. Yeah, gotta go say hi to the cleric. Please help me. Um, have you seen this? A brief stop at Old Chapel, or New Chapel, rather. Definitely not Old Chapel. A brief stop at New Chapel would confirm that, uh, as you had, I'm sure, ensured that she made it home the night before, winter had arrived and been fine. That morning, uh, after her morning prayers and everything at Terse, she had headed back out to the sleepless agency to catch back up with things. So I imagine the group of you would quickly change course heading to meet her over there. Getting some weird looks from the citizens of Thrushmore with our (laughs) white glowing flames. There are several interesting things about this fire. One, the fact that it doesn't go away. And two, the fact that it doesn't hurt. And three, the fact that it's you, you can't smother it. You can put clothes, armor, whatever over it. And the flames are still visible as if they're just burning on the outside of whatever your outermost layer is. It's a fashion statement. No, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'm used to it now. Yeah, there's all that. (laughs) Where is it on you guys? Where did you get hit? Mm. 
Where are you burning? Where'd you get hit at? It's on my shoulders. It's on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> the Mortal Warfare. I just say he's got the wow tear set fire going. Like, I think it's like right here. Like this is like right through the armor. On the stomach. You can kind of ride the side of the torso. Yeah. And just these white flickering candle flames. <laughs> you just have it up on your shoulders. It's just, <laughs> just flickering and burning. You got crit, so yeah, I mean, it could be like just a, pretty, a pretty decently big area for you. It's, it's intentional. Yeah. Just own it. You knock on the door and are welcomed back inside the sleepers agency again by Meg, who immediately is a bit startled to see. Uh, Several things. First, baby carrier cammy's a little strange. Secondly, strange. you're on fire. <laughs> Thanks for hot, we know. Um, I... Good morning, Meg. Good well, nooning good to you. You can just ignore the... It's good that. to see you as always. Well, I'm sure whatever tales you have to tell Lady Rents are certainly interesting ones. Um, well, I won't stall you any longer. She's... I'm speaking with the uh, priestess Lady Glaxa right now, but I'm sure that well, you all know each other, and I believe your stories to be related from what I've heard. Just, I guess, head up to her office. I won't delay you. Thank you. And so, shortly, you find yourselves in, once more in Lady Rents' office, where her and Winter already sat at this desk discussing something. Both turn to you as you enter, and Rents... Motions for the group you to come in. Kind of raises an eyebrow with the fire and the baby carrier. Don't worry. Doesn't we're, ask any questions. We're not, we're not flammable. Winter looks a little bit more concerned. Winter help. Winter, she, help. Winter help. We're worried. What, what, what happened? Ghost. Curse. Fire. Help. It doesn't hurt. Between yeah. last night and now. Yes. You, Don't answer the door at night. Trouble seems to follow us. This town sucks. I, well, find it very difficult to disagree with that statement at this point. After everything we've learned now and seen up in the fort, but even a weak curse is potent. That's well beyond my ability to deal with magically. That's something that I would have directed you to the mother for, but... Or the royal accuser, perhaps, could I call upon her. But I was just telling Lady Retz of what we'd see in the fortress and well, hoping that a group of you could fill in some of those gaps. And uh, Retz is just kind of sit there in her chair leaning back and just throws a hand up. Yep. It seems like, as far as I can tell, you've got the better half of this story here, as Miss Claxton didn't get to see a whole lot during her internment in the fortress jails. So, catch me up to speed then. What do you caught? What do you seen? Who wants to tell the story? And more importantly, is there anything you're leaving out? Or no. at this no. point, we're full. <laughs> I don't think we've been hiding anything. You since haven't, the start. but I mean, I always, I'm always going to double check just, just in case. I'm not going to hand wave you into divulging details you would rather keep secret. No, nothing weird happened. No, I mean, that's not the sentence well, I would no, use. No, but. no burning of the tax records and things like oh, that. Oh, we left that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that out. <laughs> that didn't happen. There was no tax. Yeah, yeah that doesn't exist. Burn all the town's debtor logs. Nope, that was not a thing we're going to include. But otherwise, <laughs> we're good to go. At the end of all this, that seems more or less the track with what the lady told me here. 
But the town guard's gone, the magistrate's gone, the royal accuser that brought you all the way down from Caliphus is gone, and it seems that our count is gone as well. Then, what we have here in this room and what I've got downstairs seems to be about all that we've got in Thrushmore that we can trust and rely on. And were it not for the group of you saving Miss Glaxa here, that number would have dwindled already. It's rare I find myself at a loss for words and plan, but I'll admit, I'm not quite keen on what to do at this point. This cult of Melisand, is she okay, by the way? Cammy. She's just sleeping. She does this. She's narcoleptic. She just passes out for hours at a time. Might have something to do with her magic. Never thought that was a real thing. That's a We've, this is like what the fourth time something about those and I'm not comfortable leaving her anywhere by herself so fair enough now, if you were ambushed in a cave near a mile outside of town at night by the specter the late count's mom then I wouldn't trust anything either well Mullison's cult knows everything that's happening all the time they knew exactly what was happening in the fort as it was happening at this point I think it's fairly safe to assume that they'd be connected to Namira however that would happen as well Though I don't... The, the sense to be made of this is limited. I've never seen so many points on the board. Had so many bits of information and not a single way to put any two of them together. Mm. I mean, the, undead, uh, the undeadification of the town guard's simple enough. If they have the power to take down all of the guards of Thrushmore and raise them as undead, well, that's necromancy. That's something a powerful enough mage can do, and they seem like they got fine kinds with everything they've been getting up to, but these fish folk... The ghost of the Count's late mother. Well, assumedly late mother. Missing mother, I suppose would be more accurate. I think the fish folk came from the lake. Logical, but why? And how are they connected? Does this... it even matter at this point? Is Thrushmore just doomed? Yeah. More or less. Well, not something I'm ready to accept. I don't know what to do about it. Didn't we have other information about stuff at the bottom of the lake? Zamendors. 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 And you're not supposed to say that name for some reason? Uh, the Daradoa was obsessed with something in the lake. Yeah, even Reese was spooked you know, about. Yeah, the yeah. the cults obsessed with a bunch of stuff. This Zamindor, it's. Do you know anything of this? Is it a creature, a oh. being, well, a spirit? Marius is the seed of it. Has some being, yeah. I think. But otherwise, we don't really know. Just kind of heard the name and apparently on the seed of it. Them. Which is the ravings of a mad woman. Possible and likely, but given the amount of power the cult seemed to have access to, I wouldn't be that quick to dismiss anything out of hand. Anything they might be using as an advantage or font of divinity is worth considering. And you had that one friend in the lake, didn't you? And apparently I knew some of them, maybe just one. And that one's odd to me too, because that implies these fish folk have been here for some time. It's not an unheard of story. Same about the same tier as hunters going out in the woods, coming back complaining about manticores or something of the like, seeing drakes flying overhead. You hear these strange fish beings, you know, mermaid tales from sailors. But if they're an actual thing, you know, just like so many things in Thrushmore these past few weeks, lending validity to old wives' tales we dismissed long and years ago. They're not common, but... I have a handful of reports from various fishermen that had seen something of the sort back in the past. You said you spoke to him on the town's pier, right in the dock. Apparently, from what I was remembering, 
They've been under our noses this entire time. Well, if they lived in the lake, and there's something down at the bottom of the lake that may be some kind of a source of power, do you think that's what the cult's been focusing on the whole time? And there is also the phrase... What's the word she used? Something about the stones. Oh, the Stella? Like the Stella. That's there's... what they're using to teleport, I believe? No, they're using... They're teleporting through the chalk drawings. The first... All those on the walls of everything. They're using those to somehow move. We watch EZ walk right into one. Just about every problem the town's had so far seems like it can be traced back to Mellison and whatever's going on up at Iris Hill. And she's the thread. So I don't know that there's going to be a better place to get any answers from the mouth of the horse directly. Yep, that's the plan. But how? what are we going to do about it and how? If they have the power, the ability, the magic, whatever it is they're going about, and the extra forces to call upon to take down the entirety of Fort Halicorse, a fortress, mind you, meant to withstand sieges. Yeah, but if it starts from the inside... Well, they had the forces we've killed all but one of the vampire things it seems like every third building the group of you walk into here in thrushmore has more of their forces and some kind of demons they've been conjuring or beasts from beyond the known or fish folk who knows what might actually be up in the mansion proper if that's what they are none of us can see not since they had that hedge raised up a couple of months back is there any, like, floor plan of the mansion? Like, in the I've been up there office? personally plenty of times. I imagine Winter has a few as well. And uh, Winter just kind of shakes her head. Uh, well, fair enough. The accuser then, if we could ask her. It was an open ground. There was a couple of buildings, guest house, stables, all detached. The kitchen, the servants' quarters, are separate buildings as well. They had a little gatehouse, but it was really just more for checking in. The manor itself was a freestanding building, and it used to all be visible from right here. You could... And, and she just motioned, turning to the window back at the, the back of her office. You can see right up on the hill and see the entire grounds. That hedge is new. That was something uh, Count Lyles IV had grown up four, five, maybe six months back. Popped up overnight and never really said anything of it since. It was a full hedge that just grew overnight. Out of nowhere. Like I said, the top of the hill was clean. It was sort of the jewel of the town, they would say. The Lyles family really liked that. The physical location there, manner physically lording up over the town a place of prominence not necessarily one of overbearing power just something that all the town could look to it wasn't until Lowell's the fourth had that and you can see how tall the damn thing is obscures the first two stories of the mansion you can barely see the roof of the thing suspect it would have been similar to that rose bush <laughs> oh could like be instant growth yeah. or daredella was a like a druid right and it's there's a lot of things I don't think it really matters how he got it. It just matters that it is there. How it came to be seems to be more or less irrelevant. I Maybe. certainly thought it was suspicious, but... It's been used to block out activities. You can't see what's happening, and that's where the cult's based. And I haven't been up to the Iris Hill personally since that hedge was installed. In fact, only one of my agents have, and unfortunately, you know how that story ended. You know, she's in the ground. Hmm. So what's changed since then, I couldn't tell you. We couldn't tell you either. Fort Halicorse was the civic center. It was the town hall, it was the chapel, it was the council chamber. It had weddings there, even. If there was a floor plan of Iris Hill, you found up there, but I don't know if it'd be safe to go back in now if the cult knows things have gone there. Besides, anything of value they might have nicked already in the night. I don't think it'd be very wise to stick your necks back into a place they know already has been compromised. Especially with an entire evening for them to set up any kind of traps or ambushes they may want, might want. You could turn the place into a veritable madhouse. We should go during the day, based on what that half-human thing said. 
Someone up there can't control themselves at night. They should go during the day, but did we just walk up there? No, Might why not? Well. No idea. It's a public house. Like I said, you can look right now and see the gatehouse in this window. All the town can. They can't exactly come bobbing down the door and accost you right there. Once you're in the grounds, this hedge obscures you from the view of most of the area, but they couldn't do anything to you at the front door, not without it being very public. Which, mm. admittedly, with all the work you've done so far, you might just force their hands. Yeah, they're already one is dead. <laughs> but that in itself is progress. If we can get the rest of the town a clear view of what's happening, if they're enemy here, of whatever is happening up at the hill, that's something. If you ask any Galton, revolutions start from the ground. Hmm. Hmm. We may have more allies than we're thinking. We're discounting the people of Thrushmore. They've got no reason to like this any more than the rest of us do. Hell, they're the ones that have been disappearing in the night. Yeah, Galston has like a crossbow the size of a mm. horse. Oh, if we can get... The hard part will be separate, separating out people who are in the cult and who are not. God, I'm afraid I can't aid you with. With how much they've done throughout the town, and the fort, and Old Chapel, and everything. Were I you, or were we to share mind, I'd head in there assuming every last one of them was affiliated. We don't have to separate who is and isn't. Kill our way to the head, cut it off. Cult dies. Hopefully. Everything you've brought me and everything that I've seen, which admittedly compared to you is surprisingly little, seems to root its threads directly back to this Mellison Kokoro. The old Seneschal of the town. Well, still the Seneschal of the town for now, and that seat of power gives her a concerning amount of sway with the citizenship should she need it. It's somewhat interesting to me that she hasn't called on them yet. With the Count's absence, she's more or less second in command, especially with the Magistrate gone. She could have done anything, yet she hasn't. Why? That's the only thing that concerns me directly. Well then. Let's try and break these curses, and then just deal with it. I don't know much about curse, but you've done about as much work for the Sleepless Agency in the past week or so than, well, myself or anyone else in this building. Besides, it seems like without having to call out to some kind of mercenary company or something abroad that might take days if not weeks to show up, you might be the only ones with the shot of unraveling what's happening here. You're damn clearly connected to it. Let me help you how I can. It's not much, but wait a moment. And she stands up and just walk straight out of the office without another word, leaving the five of you and Winter sitting here. How do you feel about starting a riot? Yeah. I mean, Not a, a riot, bad idea. A riot started in front of that painter's house for no reason. So in rumors that whatever's happening up on the hill is responsible for the disappearances. It's yeah, odd that it hasn't happened naturally yet. With all of the leadership of the town having been gone, and all these woes they've been facing how haven't the folk just risen up to stand against Iris? we calmed down the last riot <laughs> there was a riot right about a a painter a painter yeah, they, they thought them. responsible for these strange frescoes appearing upon walls but I'm willing nothing to bet. against the town's leadership nothing against the count or the mayor I'm willing to bet that Mellison's been using some kind of mind magic 
Doesn't seem like it's beyond her capabilities based on everything else we've seen. So, that's it then. You're, well, I suppose you stormed an entire castle. Literally. Hmm. A was, mansion should be no difficulty then. The castle was supposed to be a stealth operation. <laughs> We're not very stealthy. We could just burn down the entire manor. Hedges and all. Buildings here are all made largely of stone. You could start, but I don't know how much damage it really do to the buildings themselves or whatever's inside, aside from just giving them time to gather everything they need and relocate entirely, which who knows, perhaps they've already done. No. What are your plans then? Get some pitchforks, start a riot. Break down the front gate. Get in there. They're not going to relocate. Whatever they're doing centers around the Stella. I'm admittedly not hugely sold on Lady Rance's front gate approach. That was what I tried at Fort Halicorce, and you saw how I ended up. If we an equally public approach. If we think that it is centered around Estella, could we try to destroy them? But there's no Estella at Iris Hill, is there? I think there is one. There's. One in the park near the market, and one on the small aisle by the uh, by the gallows. And I was told there was one on Iris Hill as well. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm just recollecting it. It's in our memory. Yeah. Cammy remembered it. I think, right? Cammy's in one. She's not here to tell me. I wouldn't know. But that's they're the... sort of well. I mean very notable monuments of the town of Thrushmore. There's something that's part of the town's identity, the, the two of them. Then, like Lady Wren said, the hedge is new. The Manor grounds were visible all before that. There's a lot more than two, isn't there? Well, there's the one... Well, there's more out on Briarstone yeah. Isle. But I could have swore that we were told there's three in Thrushmore proper. Yeah. yeah. Five total. I mean, they're probably keeping a secret. It's probably... Do you think they've... In the manor itself. Built the manor over it? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, some of their the memories... For... I mean, some of the memories we've been getting back have been in a room of Cammy memories. Just she's been getting back. She's told us about it. been in a room. With a whole cult. Where do you had a whole cult? That's fair, I suppose. They'd need... Couldn't exactly march them into the park. Well, honestly, with their hold on Thrushmore so far, maybe they very well could. At that point, the door opens back up, and Thrush, uh, uh, in strides, Thrushmore's only hope for you guys having any assistance whatsoever. Lady Rents comes right back in with an armful of little objects, and she comes up and just drops them across the table. And it's three little rectangular stones, clearly rune stones, all of similar types. Let it never be said that I don't provide for those to help me. Mostly it's just Jocelyn that uses, that gets much of the use out of these, but any particularly questionable investigations, I'm always suited up with a little bit of extra protection. Well, now the numbers here at the Sleepless Agency have diminished fairly far. I don't need quite as many as I have. Runestones, are you familiar? Got a few ourselves. Well, these ones are fixed to armor. Make it a little bit, just a little bit more effective. What's the difference between life and death? At least I can say I've helped someone. I've only got the three here on the runestones, unfortunately. 
not enough to provide for all of you, but, well, if it helps, it helps. Does it look like the one I have in my armor? It does. Uh, it, it, I mean, you with no knowledge of runestones and just looking down at it, it's... I have knowledge at, at of the very least, easy, you could certainly... What? Oh, that's true, it's crafting. You could tell, yeah. you could look down. It, it does look like it's, a, it's probably a very similar effect to what you have in your armor. These are three lesser potency armor. It's cool. And I just simply make armor into plus one armor. It is just a free... Plus one to your AC. Sounds like one, on. two. You already have one. I have Probably one, one for Cammy. No, Cammy has, she has Cammy's one. Cammy's got one. Oh, okay. yeah. so, so we only need two of them. Fair well, enough. Hold on, hold on to the other just in case oh, somebody gets new armor or something. Why not? That's the least that I can do. If it comes in handy, it comes in handy. If not, maybe the coin can. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Generous. Generous. Hell, I would I would say I owe my job and my business still being standing here to the group of you, but honestly, with everything that's happened in Thrushmore so far, I feel I owe you my life. This medicine's been able to take down the entire town guard, everyone in the old chapel, the mayor, the count, a royal accuser from the capital. <laughs> the only reason that I can imagine that I can find she hasn't come here for me is that she fears the wrath of you five. <laughs> oh, she better fear me. Maybe she just didn't want to antagonize you early. Well, maybe she didn't consider you a threat. Either way, a mistake. I don't think she considered us a threat. And now she's regretting that. That's funny. This whole thing could have been avoided if they just hadn't treated us like enemies from the start. They could have talked to us, done anything. We could have been on their side instead of yours. Everything in my books says that that's how it started. Whatever's going on up there with Iris Hill, as I said, most of you were a part of it. Except you. You're clean You're clean as far as I can tell. You're not even from here. And damn, if there's anyone we should be apologizing to, it's Marius over here. You've got precious little stake in this. Nothing at all. Oh, he lost his yeah, life. Yeah, I got mixed up thing. into it. Yeah. I, I have to ask. If you can't even remember Thrushmore, you can't even remember where you came from or what you did, why are you willing to lay your lives down like this? No. Oh. Oh, I just Spy. want to kill Mellison. I kind of tried At to leave point. point. Didn't work. Sunk cost yeah. fallacy. At this point, we've been inconvenienced and pushed to the brink of life and death so many times over something that could have just been presented to us. Why not finish it? Fair enough. Well, then I wish you the best. I suppose it's not just your fates, but at least all Thrushmores lays in your hands. What a happy coincidence. Sounds ridiculous, but I've never seen a situation where it was more true. Well, sorry, I can't help you with the curse thing. <laughs> That's what we were hoping Winter could fix. Uh, once yeah. upon a time, I knew somewhere to direct you, but then near everyone in the chapel up and disappeared. Fine. Well, you can address that problem at its source, too. All our problems go back to medicine. This is great. Did you say you had at one point been up to Iris Hill? Of course. What? I've worked in Thrushmore. I've built this business, a sleepless agency, up with my own two hands. Been here for decades. Would I'm you a- know from, like, be able to provide us a interior map from memory at all? I can tell you what as uh, much as I can. Most of, most of the structures other than the main mansion are just a room or two. Uh, the guest house is... Got an upstairs with a small bedroom and a changing room and a little storage area. I've never been inside the servants' quarters, but I can't imagine there's anything in there that's going to be terribly shocking. 
What's about the stable? There's a stable and... There might just be more guest rooms up the stairs from there. Never had reason to go in there either. The manor itself, I've only seen the bottom floor of. There's a couple of entrances. It's main entryway leads into, well, of course, their foyer. Where to the right-hand side, you've got the dining hall, and to the left is their library. Uh, there's stairs that lead up to the upper level on either end. I don't believe I've been upstairs. All the meetings I've had with the Count or any of his folk have been mostly in the library and the receiving area. Is there a basement? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. The man who's been there long enough, they certainly could have built one if they wanted. Anything interesting you remember in the library? Well, it's a fairly impressive collection. I'll give the Lyles family that. But now nothing in particular. Seems fairly mundane. A couple of tables across the middle of the room, seats for reading, bookshelves around the outsides, and a fireplace. Alright. If there was more I could tell you, I would. But... I can tell you I didn't see any Stella while I was in there. Nah, that'll be plenty enough. We'll make it work. And make it work we shall. But first, we are going to take our midstream break. When we return... Lyris Hill. What What else is there to do? What else? Uh, we have two options. It's all right. Deal with the problem, right. or... Leave. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, she's caused too many issues. With all of the accessory problems of Thrushmore, is only going to get us so far. Thank you all for hanging out. Thank you guys that have been uh, supporting the show with your hello woes. I forget to just throw a spooky ghost at the party like that. Arcadis for throw. That's a lamp. (laughs) Arcadis for throwing that together real quick. Scott, South Dakota is always with the hero points. Anyone support with the subs and all that. If you want to help us out a little further, uh, we got a Patreon and a coffee. They do the same thing. It's $5. You get access to our behind the scenes content, our post shows. Also, any of our sponsors, Norse Foundry, Eldridge Foundry, we should make more friends with people with just specifically Foundry in the name, Arkin Forge. We got partner codes with all of them to give you a discount and help support us directly as well. But before we go, I got even better news because we got strange aeons on Saturdays. We've had abomination vaults going on Sundays for a bit, but here in the very new near future, we're going to have a third ongoing campaign. That's right. The Undeniably Good Time. Three campaigns a week. And here's your first little peek at the new one. New year, new campaign. Welcome back, everybody. That's right. Coming soon to twitch.tv slash UGT show. Secrets Between the Stars Season 2. We're doing more space stuff. These guys specifically is the we. I'm not. It's not an inclusive we. They're doing more space stuff. The baby and the papoose is doing more space stuff. We're going to have three shows a week. For now, though, as we come back in, our heroes. I feel like I can say that now, and it's accurate. No. No, we, we're not doing this for selfless reasons. We're doing this for very selfish reasons. We're saving the town. Saving the town is second. Like, oh, that's a happy, that's a happy happenstance. This is revenge. This is revenge. <laughs> True so, tried. We happen to be saving the town, but we're doing it for crap reasons. So I don't well, think no, we're heroes, really. We're not. Objective, kill her. Mm-hmm. 
optional safe town. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Look, man, I just want to kill Mellison. Like, whatever else happens is gravy. The whole town could die in the process. No one care. As long as she dies, mission accomplished. Yeah. If she dies and we find yeah, out that the right. town will, is still doomed, then we're like, okay, well. It's like, well, we did our job. Yeah, did, what I, did all I can do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, unwilling heroes it is. Had circumstantial. Circumstantial heroes is probably better. I'll take that. Heroes of happenstance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, our, yeah. that's our team name. There we go. <laughs> heroes go. of happenstance. Happenstance heroes. Oh. <laughs> oh. For the hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We got it. Sully's going to love that. Actually, Sully's going to be a huge fan of being the hoes. <laughs> Tis the but season. At least it is like ho. There's an H on the end. It's like ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Not like, you know, the gardening tool. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's holiday spirit or whatever. <laughs> you guys head out of the sleepless agency. Well, yeah, I mean, the operation kill Mellison. That's exactly what we're doing. And it's we tomorrow that is leaving real quick. Let's recap. Let's go back and briefly reintroduce our party here, starting over on this side this time. I'm Arius Greyfall, the ghoulish dwarf ranger. That was quick. Um, I am MD, the full orc rogue. Six to eight. Hi, I'm Derp, and I play Trey, the Hobgoblin frontline fighter. Uh, Kevin, I play EZ, a normal bard. I didn't introduce myself <laughs> the first time. I'm AJ, or Squiddish, or the doom of everybody in Thrushmore, depending on how this goes. The woe master. The woe ma I'm not the woe master. I don't make the woes. The woes just <laughs> come up. I just get deliver. the woes, and then you make them. I the facilitate. Master. The woe factory. <laughs> That's all I do. He facilitates the cone of colds. As you emerge from the sleepless agency, you have some options before you. You have a goal. It is about noon. You've got a couple of fancy new armor runes. Uh, apparently a little bit more than you need. So partially, it seems Lady Wrench was very direct that she didn't care if you sold them. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a sizable amount of gold. Any that you want to get rid of. You would get 80 gold apiece in the High Mart on the uh, northeast side of town selling each of those. However many you choose to keep slash sell is up to you. But what preparations, if any, would you have here in town? How much spare money do we have outside of that? Like 14 gold? Not, yeah, it's like it's cool. very little. So <laughs> we turn one into Mortalis coins. Okay. So you're looking to sell one because it's 80 and Mortalis coins 20 and just get four Mortalis coins. Just four more. Fair enough. And then they can't argue. They've one, been doing good so one, far. One, two. Because uh. I've already got one. Cammy has this one, but she's unconscious. This is my backup Mortalis coin. It's a really good backup they plan to have. They are incredibly valuable. Uh, you could certainly take this to the High Mart and turn one lesser armor potency rune into four Mortalis coins. If that was something everyone's writing, it sounds like everyone's on board <laughs> with that plan. They're like, yeah, I'd like the armor talisman that makes me not die. That's cool. <laughs> that yeah, sounds pretty good. Cool. Sounds pretty, pretty good. good to me. Um, Mortalis coins for everyone. Hey, so this is a fun thing to try to sell something you stole from the fort. Um, while we're doing this, I want to sell these two crystal goblets that we stole. Get a market price for those because we need more health potions. Too. So the problem the that you're going to have <clears throat> is that those are pretty recognizable. I don't care. They, well, yeah, but I mean, you're going to have to find someone that's willing to buy them. Greasy. Um, <laughs> As you pull those out, you do. What what are you doing with these? What's your what's your what do you what's your attack here? Walking into the middle of the market, still gonna sell. Like you walk up to a pawn stall and you're like, "How much for these? <laughs> How much for these? 
You know, you can tell that they're pretty distinctive. I mean, they There's are. They're not just fine. They have very, in, like, a very specific, almost stained glass kind of designs on them. They're going to be recognizable to anyone that has seen them. Hmm. It's property of the Count in the box. <laughs> well, the if, Count's gone. If, just, if, <laughs> if found, please return to. Um, we need to report us to the Count. Yeah, who are you going to report us to the Count Guard? <laughs> um, there's got to be someone in this town that's less than reputable. That isn't us. Or bang, bang. <laughs> oh, baby, it's time for crime. Yeah. So you're looking to fence these. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Okay. Um, you got like underworld lore, Mr. Rogue? I got legal lore. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, he would know who the shady people are. That's the opposite of what we need. <laughs> I didn't build this character, sir. <laughs> That's the polar opposite. You have a, a fine understanding of how much trouble you could theoretically be in. I'm trying to if there were guards. You're now afraid. Or a judge. Ugh, um, then I guess it would just come to... It would probably be more of a deception than a diplomacy because you are, I would let you do either, but it's going to be harder with diplomacy because uh, you're not so much, you are trying to gather information, but you know, a little discreetly, obviously you're like, Hey, where's the black market? Hey, where's like, the black market? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you, what are you rolling? I'll roll deception. Give me deception. Hey guys, where's the black market? <laughs> I can it. see it from here. You know what? I can, Scott, <laughs> I can see the, the one. It's, it's a two. It's a two. Oh, it looks like a one. It's a two. So I guess I can only see, I can see the main line of the two. Yeah, Scott Scott knows where the black market is. So, <laughs> Scott from South Dakota. Scott! Where he finds it's in South Dakota. It's in South Dakota. <laughs> hey, guys, where's the black? It's a 25 total. I rolled a 15 on the die. Solid. A 25, definitely. Um, Scott? This is a difficult object to move uh, because while it is very valuable, uh, it is something that's going to have to be resold outside of Thrushmore and very possibly outside of the entirety of Versex County. Uh, you learn two things. One, where you could sell them. Uh, someone that would be willing to take those off of your hands. And two, they were part of the uh, marriage ceremony that they would conduct in the uh, Civic Hall up in Fort Halicorse. Those are those are for the marriage ceremonies. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Okay, but 25 gold. It's going to be really a lot of effort for him to move. So though, like, the item itself is for the marriage ceremony. clearly Both. quite valuable. He's got to put a lot of legwork into reselling these things and getting them somewhere in the market. So 25 gold is the best he can do. Well, if Easy and Reese tie the knot. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to it to my friend just in case they get married. Then I'll come back to you. <laughs> be like, I might need to use these. Give me like two days and I'll be right back. <laughs> Slightly more used. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, getting married is going to fix this relationship. Yes, it totally <laughs> is. <laughs> that's No, that's having the kid <laughs> is what will fix the relationship. Reese just dropped the one knee immediately. We'll see how much stronger it's going you a ring right now. Do you want a ring? Oh, oh, you're giving me flat-footed. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, don't you have an extra ring on that you can let him borrow? I don't <laughs> You feel like you're being watched. Passing, <laughs> passing it down from family members. all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a new day. Can't I try and figure out what the ring is again? Plus... 12. No. Cool. <laughs> I literally rolled a one. Hey. <laughs> but you already know you misidentified the first time. He gave so. me the ring. 
All righty then. Oh. Okay. Um, so we don't sell it. We don't get potions. I already. I have some. I just want more. Safety. True. Okay. Okay. All right. So we go now, or do we put on the runes? <clears throat> I think it'd be better to go now. Okay. Just don't get hit. Okay. You're really good at that. Yep. I'll... The two people who need the runes are the people who don't end up in melee. Sounds good. <laughs> are we doing the riot thing, or are we just going in? Uh, that'd take time, probably. Yeah. I'm not really good with working a crowd. No matter what we do, they're going to know we're coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can start a riot. We can try to start a riot. That sounds fun. I'm game. Cool. So what's your plan, exactly? Um, the start a riot's a goal, less than a plan. Get a bunch of pitchforks, and we go to that center where the other riot was, like where that like podium was. It's pretty far from Iris Hill, but uh, you oh. could start there. That's like yeah, we, very like south. So Iris Hill is like all the way up in the northwest corner. So it's kind of the opposite of where Old Chapel and the High Mart are. It's the most western thing in town. Way is there a town the square or town center? Is that? I mean, that's about where the the previous riot was, but that's kind of like center south, without going off to the two little peripheral islands of the town. It's just like the kind of the southern, almost near lake shore I was, of the town itself. I was thinking that if we wanted to try to start a riot, we would probably want to try to go to like the tavern and start like a whis- whisper campaign oh, first. We have to definitely start that all over the place. Yeah, but that would we spread still out? take a lot of time and we'd, that would mean we'd probably be going up to Iris Hill tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, we could take your armor to Bang Bang and have him work on it. Have Bang Bang fix the armor of one of you, and then the rest of us spread out and start a whisper campaign ending in the center of town tomorrow to go up and burn the entire building down after we're done, for all I care. I really don't care. I say we get Easy's armor fixed up. Marius can take more of a hit than Easy. Easy yeah. gets hit once and he folds over. <laughs> it's true. And starts crying. Hey, he you weren't there. Hey, real men <laughs> cry. It's okay. He cry. A We're lot. allowed to have emotions here, okay? Are we? So that's the plan then. You're going to spend much of the afternoon trying to rally support, basically, to spread bits and pieces of what you've discovered about Malison and the cult up at the Manor Hill and try to get the common folk behind you. See if you can get them to go beat down the door themselves. You, you know, you know what's real easy to get the people's support? We have proof of who's been making all the paintings and graffiti everywhere. And tomorrow morning, we will publicly shame them in front of everyone in the in the town center. You have... Also drinks. So far, everything drinks. you go... Everything you go to deal with the, the cult, you find either like horrific demons... <laughs> Hordes of undead, and just to verify, your plan is you want to send just a horde of innocent people into whatever is up at Iris. Oh, I also did I say I was a hero? I also <laughs> just suddenly realized that maybe let's split up gang could end badly. I don't mean split up far. I mean like two people go to go to the the docks, and then two people go to the tavern because they're not far from each other, and then we spread news like in a wave. Anyways, it's to make our approach more public. Yeah, you know. Because and then even if uh, everything goes the way they want it to, the cult has still been exposed to the public. And also, there's only one more demon. 
So you can leave your armor with Bang Bang. That's easy enough. You can do that. It'll get a rune installed for you. And then the group of you are going to split off into pairs. And this is very definitely going to be diplomacy checks. Uh, I can't intimidate people. I, <laughs> you could intimidate them. I think I it's mean, he'll be making the gonna be checks. like a little less effective. But like you, you, you could you can intimidate. I'd be a little bit harder. But you, I would see logic. Well, oh, I'm very bad at diplomacy. I think easy and Marius go, and me and you go. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, actually, intimidate's perfectly fine because you don't you don't need to intimidate them like with you. You need to make them afraid of whatever yeah. the, their malice is doing. So yeah, diplomacy or intimidate, 100. Okay, it doesn't matter how we split up. Cool. Two and two. Perfect. Works fine. Then go ahead. <laughs> and you're spending... <laughs> we have to be friends now. Like the we'll rest of the day. You spend the rest of the day doing this. So like I'll do ball. it as just one roll. We'll have both teams roll, and I'll literally just take whoever rolls higher. Um, okay. With your modifier and everything. Whoever gets a higher result. We'll start with uh, start with these two with Easy and I Trey. I thought we were both rolling. You will, and I'll just take yeah. whoever's higher. Okay. I was going to spend Reckless Charge just so I could read it out loud and let everyone know how bad it is, but I rolled a one, and I need to re-roll that. Why did you get easy? Uh, I got a 14. You could just take easies. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to intimidate them, <laughs> and this is a pointless roll that I can spend it on. Reroll away, my friend. <sighs> to a two. <laughs> Doubled! And, and Wait, hold on. The dice test, it is slightly cocked. It didn't fall. I tried. Mm. So 14, what's that give you total? Are you um, I got a 17 thing, I total. I'm, I'm performancing because oh. I'm making a little song about okay, it. But, okay, okay. <laughs> and it's, it's a versatile performance, but yeah, so it's plus 17. So We're going to Pied Piper a bunch of people to their maybe not deaths. <laughs> no, it'd be fine. So That's 31. just a solid 31. 31. This side of the table, MD and Marius doing their best to rally support from the people. Okay. Um... I saw it do a little twirl. You saw the dance. It was mm -hmm. excited. I got a total of a 20 on Intimidate. I got a total of 21 on Intimidate. Hey. hey. So we have three people intimidating with <laughs> middling to no success. We're spreading scare tactics. Meanwhile, the town celebrity, <laughs> this meeple will rally behind this it's man. Two penny. Yeah. Like, this two penny, <laughs> man. Do the frog song. Oh, we're in the you? middle of doing the thing. We go, oh my God, is that two penny? <laughs> <laughs> you two over here, Team Marius and MD. It's about team. You find very little success. Yeah, It's not that you aren't able to successfully intimidate people. It's very easy to make them scared right now. But you find out very quickly that's not really helpful to you. They're already scared. They have nowhere they can really go, and more fear just makes them less likely to to do anything. Like they're they're more. You're gonna come back tomorrow morning, and their windows are gonna be boarded up. Like they're not gonna go <laughs> riot in the streets. I mean, honestly, that's also not a bad choice. Meanwhile, over here, two penny, <laughs> two penny's got some guys. You've got some numbers behind you. You are already. Like Thrushmore's sweetheart here, and you are literally on fire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, he looks cool. It looks cool, man. <laughs> they don't know what's going on with this. Why you are flaming? They just assume this is some kind of trick of yours to get more attention. But you can't stop finding support. So, what is it exactly you want them to do? Um, cat. 
<laughs> Even the cat is there. Even to support the cat's us. here. The cat is meddlesome. Uh, so be a stop horrible twist. Just, just um, kind of just riding up like similar to what we saw when we came into town, and they were like against the painter. Just, just starting a chant, just like uh, Melison's a clown. <laughs> she wants to burn the town. <laughs> we gotta go up the hill, <laughs> Melison. We gotta kill. <laughs> that took a wild twist. <laughs> so you. But at 31, definitely find a lot of success here. And by the time you've you've made your way from the tavern down the street to, like, the center of town, this word has already kind of started to spread organically <laughs> around you. You're getting to people that are like, oh, yeah, Toupee, this is about, this is about <laughs> Mellicent. This is about the Seneschal. This is about the Count's Lady. What, they're, whatever they're doing. And then this is... You a little bit further, it's almost it's gotten well a little twisted is not the right word, but it's it's accurate really. People are like, "Oh, Melison's behind everything. <laughs> Melison's trying to overthrow the count and the magistrate. They're trying to take control of Thrushmore." Trying. You <laughs> wanted this to be lined up for tomorrow, yeah. But not exactly how a riot works. You are definitely successful, <laughs> and before you've even gotten all the way across town. People are trickling over to the base of Iris Hill. You see torches, you see pitchforks, you see <laughs> civil unrest, my good sir. You have successfully formed a mob. All right, change of plan. Yep. Sounds bang, like bang. we're going now. Back to Bang Bang, get his armor, then we go. Okay, walk okay. Back. Never mind, Bang Bang. <laughs> so, what? He's getting ready to close up. <laughs> Just, <laughs> grab your armor back. Toss him a copper piece. Keep going. <laughs> Just a copper piece. Just a copper piece. <laughs> He's a, a goblin. Penny. He doesn't know better. <laughs> okay, toss him two pennies. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Thematically hey. appropriate. <laughs> what do you do? You, do you just rush into Iris Hill? Yeah. 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 We yeah. have a riot to go lead. You've got a riot to go lead. We oh, we've got Siren Skate back. You come to your mob at the base of the hill here. And it, Iris Hill is very literal. It's a big hill. That looms up uh, higher than Fort Halicorse's mound, but of course lower than the massive turrets and castle walls they have there. And a winding path leads up from the edge of town up to there. The mob is sort of gathered around at the foot of this hill, right at the edge of town. Still some 50 yards back from the gatehouse and the hedges. And when you arrive, it doesn't look like anybody has come out of Iris Hill to address this at all. It's just sitting there. But the crowd sees you, Two Penny, the hero of the people, <laughs> and their jeers, their calls, their resentment immediately turns to cheering. Torches and pitchforks are raised as the mob sort of moves together around behind you, like in your step as you approach. What are you doing? Well, imagine Galston's there. I'll go up. Galston is. <laughs> Gonna be there. He's he's not as swept away in the vigor of the mob, but mob. But he's he's sort of there. He's got his trusty big old crossbow in his hand. Uh, well, you got a hell of a speech, too, Penny. Always have. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll raise like a drink, like a big like a jug, a jug of, <laughs> of alcohol, and then I'll put <laughs> put a, my cloth in there. I'll stuff it in there, go to one of the torches, light it, and then just throw it. <laughs> throw it at the gate of Iris Hill. Medieval Molotov. <laughs> it's a fireball. And then you just, just charge. a bomb and more just fire. You just throw it. 
you throw it up at the gatehouse and it just it's a flaming rag in a cup. So the cup <laughs> just splatters and the rag just sort of drops to the ground and it's just smoldering there. I but the mob's excited <laughs> anyway. And they all move forward up within a couple of feet of the gatehouse. And you feel the mob literally like pushing easy up towards the front here. I mean, I'm yeah. definitely going to be in the front. Uh, attempting to lead the mob into breaking down the gate. He's just gonna start away. <laughs> yeah. Get it. He. Oh. Make the athletics check. Can I assist him? Absolutely. Can assist him. Uh, 20 total. 17 total. Huh? Yeah, Doesn't so make it worse. You, uh, as you. Sir, it is the I dice. Rolled, I rolled two. We should have gotten that. I have a plus 15 to this. I promise you, I'm pretty good uh, at it. You're Bring going it. up to like a single little squat building that's got two pretty thick wooden doors. They're definitely not like the Fort Halleck horse gate or anyway, but they're sturdy gate horse doors. One of which has got like a, a, a six by ten slot. It's not like the narrow eyeball slit. You can put you can see an entire face in there. Like a sliding panel. And you raise a boot and you kick it. And it duds in and shudders in its frame. And there's a roar from the crowd behind you. And immediately, you see the panel slide open a little bit. It's just like an inch or two. You see the face of a man behind it. It's not a man any of you recognize or anything. There's a guy with some slick back, black hair, little mustache and goatee, bright green eyes, just kind of looking through. What the bloody hell are y'all doing? What is the meaning of all this? I poke a knife through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to stab yeah, him? Poke a knife straight through the wall. <laughs> to be fair, no one here is allowed to be innocent. Make me an attack roll, sir. I was thinking no that that arrows, there so is no diplomacy. No, I threw a Molotov. It's, this has started. <laughs> That's a 16. That's a 16. I learned one thing about Easy today. He's very impressionable. Um, wow, was, okay. He's, he's letting the mob <laughs> carry him. I have a guy. Something. Right. I forget what my attack is. I have an attack in here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when was the last time you meleeed it? It would be here, but you don't have anything. I add so... what dex to it? No. Uh, yeah, it's just finesse. daggers and finesse weapon. You can do your dex. Yeah, yeah so plus four. So there's, there's a lot more than that. Yeah, 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 you yeah. seven, okay. so there's ten, nothing 14, here. probably. You're probably plus 14 if your dex is four. Oh, then 30. <laughs> I'm going to say he's yeah. flat footed. <laughs> yeah, 30 sounds about right. That's a critical hit. I'm going to say he's <laughs> flat footed. That's like this. Right. Okay. Was, I, I sure wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Roll, roll, roll a d4. Add your strength and double it. Okay. The minimum. One. Add your strength. Add my strength. Zero. <laughs> Two. Two damage. <laughs> you gave this man a cut on his cheek. <laughs> Is your inspired courage going? Oh, oh, yeah. The whole three. Four is damage. Is that your explanation activity? I would say you're inspired. Yeah. yeah inspired courage. You keep it that kind okay, of Four damage, then. You <laughs> <laughs> He's bleeding. <laughs> you gave him two paper cuts. He opens the <laughs> slate. What are you doing? And you just stab him for four. The knife just grazes across his cheekbone. He's like, don't, don't. He shuts the thing immediately. Uh, <laughs> got the DOS boot? No diplomacy. <sighs> doing it the hard way. Open up. Make it easier. Uh, Slightly worse. Slightly better. I will kick, just start using yeah. the spear to break the you door if I have to. kick a second time, these heavy doors again still thudding in their frame, the mob kind of coming up behind you. You pull out the spear and slam it, and after these first two couple of kicks, the front door has certainly been a bit weakened. 
and you're able to, you don't need to destroy the doors. Just the lock. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta break the connection. That shatters. You splinter the wood in the middle of these, reach in and pull the door back, and just a dozen hands of the mob <laughs> reach out and cast both of these doors open to reveal three figures on the inside. One is a guy in some leather armor. <laughs> a cut face. With and a, a cut on his cheek. His hand over his cheek, like, God! Oh! And a rapier in his hand who just looks <laughs> upset, understandably. I, yeah, fair. <laughs> the other two are something different entirely. They look... It looks like two more men, uh, but they are certainly not from here. Uh, their facial features and structure does not look like probably about anyone that you guys have met. They have very thick and heavy facial features. Their brows pretty low, uh, and no hair until about like the midpoint of their skull, where everything is pulled back into very thick brown dreadlocks. They've got stripes of red war paint up across their foreheads. And each of them is wielding a massive great axe that they just have the blade of down on the ground and the haft in their hand as they both just kind of step forward and their positions are right in front of the door. As soon as the door opens up, they both immediately hunger and step forward just with big arcing Swings. Did they have to walk to get within range? Yeah, right in front of the door, but Fantastic. we need to roll some initiative. Did it, guys? We started a riot. You started a riot. Oh. Hey, <laughs> that's some initiatives right there. You guys are ready to riot. This is the thing we're great at, apparently. Let me put all my fellas on the map. So what's the, what's great initiatives, Easy? Um, got a 20 on it. It's plus 13, so 33. <laughs> In the front of the mob. What the hell? He's got to show off for his boys, Trey. 32. <laughs> I rolled an 18. <laughs> MD. Marius. 23. All right. Also, the guy who yelled at us, uh, Battle Cry. All right, fair enough. As I roar out over the crowd back at him. Let me get this more louder fella here. Let me roll them. All right. So the dude in the back who got mildly stabbed. Oh, I'm scouting. Yeah, I think, I think you're scouting. Uh, guy in the Not for me. I get a plus two circumstance always. Guy in the back who got is currently got cut in his face. Got a 12. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Does a 23 oh. intimidate Unga Boy? Unga Boy. Yes. So the one that roared, we'll frightened say one. that is the one uh, closest to you, mm -hmm. is Frightened One. And the Anga boys... Oh, it should definitely be me in the front. I'm the one who opened the doors. Yeah. Right, you were kicking that open. Anga boys... What did you get, Trey? I got a 30... Two. 18, 20, 32. So did they. Which would mean Easy's big nuke roll yeah. is going to give him an opportunity as you see these two figures 
in the door. They've got polished steel breastplates on, but they don't look like they're fitted or strapped up particularly well. And they don't have any of the rest of the armor on their arms. They have no greaves. They just have, like, leather leggards. They look like they're wearing armor that, like, if you looked at them from a distance, maybe they would just look like normal soldiers in armor. But up close, they're very clearly not. They do look like people. They're just very much not people from around here. And they're both pretty damn big. (laughs) Out of towners. Don't do fort saves on big men. (laughs) Well, do your thing. Leave this mall. Yeah, so I'm like, well, let's take this town back. (laughs) Get things back on track. Be aggressive. (laughs) Be be aggressive. Send Millicent a missive. Let's go. Let's attack. That is courage. That was a very confident courage. That was courage. Um, And then part of that is they're going to see, like, the lights from my shoulder will go, and my hands will spray out, and I'm just going to color spray (laughs) all three of them. Triangle Okay. I'll let you triangulate that from there. Yeah. Um, does color spray have incapacitate? Um, yeah, but these are just little guards. Yeah, are you casting at level one? Um, no. This is true. Use the thing. What? The spell that I suggested to you that you took. Oh. Because incapacitate is on a spell level, so if you're casting at level one, even if they're little guards, like yeah. if they're not literally gonna... one or two, they'll still get incapacitated. Yeah, so there's one big guy, right? Two, two big, big guys. guys. Two big guys. Two big guys, and then the dude and who's down the, in the face. The two big guys are in the front. Yeah. Um, yeah, so part of that, I'm just going to slow one of the big guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> slow the one that I frighten because it's easier. Um, um, yeah. Wait, slow is fort, right? Slow is Oh, wait. Slow is fort, save. I wouldn't use slow. This, this is true. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Yeah, he wasn't ready for big true. dudes in Norway. <laughs> yeah. Quick, make a decision. This color spray. Um, yeah, I'm going to do color spray. I said it. And there's Will. All right. And it gets all of them. Two Ongas in the front. It's your, sa- it's your save- same saving throw. They're just going to get, everyone's going to get one degree of success better because it's okay. only that first level spot. Yeah. So uh, two dudes in the front are going to get a 31 and a 27. <laughs> okay. Oh. So critically succeed and critically succeed. Okay. Uh, the guy in the back. Oh, no. Um, the guy in the back is going to get a 12. Oh, <laughs> the guy in the back is ruined. Is that uh, a critical be a failure? failure? That'd be a critical failure. So it's a regular failure. failure. Yep. So yeah, he's, he's, ruined. he's stunned. He's a cut, cut, cut. <laughs> yeah, he's stunned, blinded, he and stu- dazzled. He got stabbed and then flashbanged. <laughs> yeah, stunned and blinded. He got, he got stabbed. <laughs> the door broke open. He got straight up flashbanged. <laughs> he's like, blinded. Oh! Did Bart get Chris back up? And he's just, he's like just standing around with his hand out. To While his composition is up. Yeah. Hey. He's taking a D4 persistent bleed. Because his composition was up and he has crit spec. Oh my ah. god. He's also bleeding. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for this guy. <laughs> this nice. Dude, this dude is just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not here. Was a guy. Was a guy. These guys, though, are bad. Ong goes in the front. Imagine Don't doing your job and then just getting flashbanged and stabbed for no reason. seem to care as much. So uh, the one that, yeah, the one that's on the left, or the one on the right, rather, the yell that was closest to you, he's a little more, he's, you yell back, and he kind of shirks a little bit, and then he just goes and shifts his grip on the X, pulls the haft up over his shoulder, and just goes to heave the entire thing, leaning forward so the blade doesn't hit the ceiling on this massive handled thing. As he just forces it with a roar, Hundaka! 
and uh, you see him, that fear gets replaced very rapidly by fury as he flies into a rage. It's going to be a 33. Just a hit. Just a hit. Just a little hit. Fighter man, that's what we like to see. Mm -hmm. That hit is going to do... 25 points of slashing damage as he hefts this just truly massive, powerful blow down at you. You go to dodge, but with the mob kind of pushing in behind you, you don't really have... Yeah, it's not really dodging so much as making sure it doesn't hit the people behind you. Yeah, you, you, you kind of got to take one for the team here, as it were. Well, as they say in a group of people, a riot is a dangerous and cacophonous choir of violence. I want to see a real riot from a Roku swan with a woe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why can it never be a will? What if you want a real, ri a real riot, a will would make this so much worse for them. With a woe, confused and blinded, the guy in the back is going to stumble back no. towards the, uh, the doors leading into the grounds and throw it open, and he's just waving around. Help! Help! They're breaching the door! And uh, as he stumbles out of view in his place, another big unga man comes around the corner, um. great axe shouldered. Um, the, the second... Oh, I saw the first guy. He still got an Amazon. Yeah, that was swing. Rage Attack. He's still got a big swing. Fair enough. He's just going to swing it again. What else is he going to do? Not hit. Uh, the second guy that's over there it's in the doorway. It's only a 26 he's got a match. Yeah, he got not that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seeing this big hit on you and seeing whatever you are, he looks at MD and he looks at Trey and decides with the gang up here. Joins in on the party and brings his axe sweeping up across the floor in an arcing smash as he, too, flies into a rage. 28. Just a hit. Just a hit. Um, math. 27 points of slashing damage as this second humongous blade crashes into you with really nowhere to dodge or avoid. And his second swing, uh, probably not, but maybe math would say 27. That'll hit. 27 will hit. Okay. 26. 26. I mean, it was like it was a high roll, but I know you got pretty solid AC, too. That one's just going to be 20. 20 solid. You guys said the third guy's turn is getting in the room here. You see these big, huge, massive swings from these strange men wielding axes. These do not look anything like the cultists and they are yelling in a language that it sounds like a language you sure don't understand it is one you would be able to recognize though it's common enough that those of you with any amount of culture just like you can recognize people speaking spanish even if you don't speak spanish are pretty sure they are speaking wangi hmm. which is a language from very far to the south of the inner seas from the rainforest and the jungles of southern Garen, the Mwangi Expanse, it's pretty far. It's literally across the other side of the inner sea region. Trey. 
So I don't really have anywhere to dodge. No, you're kind of stuck. And like all these and that spaces behind fantastic. you guys is the mob. Yeah. That are like <laughs> up against you, roaring and, and cheering. And the ones in the front are immediately now terrified, saying these huge dudes oh, yeah. just come out swinging Stroll. with and axes. The guy. But they are crushed in too by the ones behind them that can't see this. The guy that I intimidated does take seven mental damage. Okie dokie. That will almost get his temp HP. Huh? Mm-hmm. Barbarians. Mm-hmm. And the frightened will go away because he did go before me. So, now that I've taken a solid two-thirds of my health in one turn. Big guys with big axes. It's time to return the favor. And first will be to try and enter my stance. And what's the DC? 23? 23. So I need an eight. That's a four. No stance. You can only take one stance action per yep. turn. So you try. It's hard to get focus when there's two guys just walloping you. And I will attack the one that we have gang up on. And... Well, with easy up here, you've actually got gang up on both. No. It's, just the one it's only off oh, of him. Oh, because he needs to be engaged, yeah. right? That's true. He's the gang up. Right, I'm the so assist. the last most one. Yeah. With, uh... Yeah, just a normal attack for the first one. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> Returning the <Whoa>. favor. <laughs> wow! <laughs> All right. Let's... As I go to enter a stance, I guess they're big and lumbering, and it's hard for them to, uh react to me not attacking. The race and sure isn't just good. Jab out. <laughs> they and are catch sure one right in the gut. Just big dudes. Four, four, six, 13, 14, 28 damage. Clumsy one. Solid. All right. Clumsy one on the first guy. And then other dude. Combat grab. Okay. As I just try to lock him down and try and prevent him from being able to do as much as I can. And that will be a 21 total to his flat-footed clumsy one. Yeah. But they're He's grabbed. Raging barbarians. I hit him, <laughs> so I hit will, him will on absolutely a six. hit his clumsy flat-footed. With map on a six, I still hit him. That is impressive. He is a raging barbarian. There's a there's a downside to how hard he hit you, and that's this. Uh, for 18 damage. Okie dokie. 19, because uh, inspire. 19 damage, and you grab a hold of his breastplate. Uh, he could step away. It's not a great hold, but for the moment, he is grabbed. Marius. All right. So no, combat grab is grabbed. Oh, it's grab grab. Yeah, that's oh, not that's snagging not snatch, straight. Right, okay. It requires, uh, it's a press but it's just he's now grabbed. Being in the middle of a mob uh, is going to be kind of difficult. I would have been coming in kind of uh, obviously up front with everybody, but a little further to the side did not be like in the You would have had minimal choice as if you were sticking with your group at all, the mob would kind of you don't go really shepherd you. Yeah, like you, you don't get a lot of say in that one. You're up, I mean, you're like in the back-ish, but you are up just with the boys okay. here. You're the star of the show. Uh, oh, I'm going to hunt prey on the guy who's uh, probably not grabbed because I don't want to accidentally shoot. On the other side, right? 
take the far guy. Yeah. Yeah. The the guy right next to you is the one that's crashed. Okay. Yeah, probably yeah, the far guy, because I'm assuming I've got a little bit better view there. I mean, shooting a bow in these conditions is, is going to be tough no matter how, how you yeah. look at it. Uh, just with the, the movement of the crowd kind of... We're going in right now. I'm assuming I've got, like, a little bit more space than next turn where everybody's going to be crowding in. I'm going to try to do uh, just a hunter's aim to really concentrate and get one arrow off. And as you... Turn your focus over there. Trey's got to hold this guy in front of him. He sees you pull up a bow and start looking the other direction. That guy who's got the axe in Trey's oh, side no. pulls it out and whirls it around and brings it down towards you for an attack of opportunity. Okay. okay. Oh, now we know. 